couldn't believe it. They, I mean, the first thing they did, like you've just said, is um, age. What are you doing that for at your age? But I want to keep going as long as possible. It's about allocating resources in the right way, utilising the levy effectively, ensuring entry-level apprenticeships are supported. Apprenticeships originally are all about a tool of social justice and trying to give an opportunity to everybody, and we can't forget that. I've had that just desire just to push on and get to where I want to be and when this application came up I just was myself. I knew what I was capable of and what I can do. A lot more needs to be done to support small businesses particularly. We're in very much a small business economy now. You know if you've got a good company behind you, you've got a good training department who give you as much support as is humanly possible then I think you know, in all honesty, you should go for it. There are so many more pros than cons to apprenticeships. And please, please always consider it. It is totally worth it. It's actually changed my life, really. Welcome to All About Apprenticeships, brought to you by the Home Surf Foundation. I'm Georgie Frost. Now, shortly, we'll be checking in with the BBC to find out why apprenticeships are so key to the future of the corporation. But before that, just a reminder that we're now into series three of this podcast. So whether you're thinking of a career change, you're just starting out, or you're a business considering taking on an apprentice, take a listen to previous episodes for lots of information and advice. There really is something in there for everyone. You can find us on the HomeSurf Foundation website or in your usual podcast places. Now, we've given Anna Morrison the episode off, so coming up in this episode... The BBC aims to recruit a thousand new apprentices by 2026, 80% of which to be based outside of London. But why are they so crucial to the broadcaster's future plans? 200 apprentices are being inducted at a special event in Manchester, and we're going to be hearing from some of them very shortly. But before that, we can speak to, delighted to say, Louise Brown from the new BBC Apprentice Hub, and Sarah Moores, who is the Head of Early Careers and Staff Apprenticeships at the BBC Academy. Welcome to you both. Sarah, start with you first, if that's all right. Tell us a bit more about this drive by the BBC to recruit more apprentices. What was the thinking behind it? Well, I think we've we've run apprenticeship schemes and early career schemes in the BBC for um, for decades now, very successfully. We've got a lot of um, long history of doing it, and um, you know, great experience at doing it. And I think um, the, the BBC is committed, obviously, to transforming its workforce because it's really important for us as a public service broadcaster that we reflect the audience that we're serving. And we know that with apprentices and with trainees, that we know that we have got the um, capability and the um, ability to bring in different voices, different experiences, and that real diversity of thought that the BBC needs in order to remain, I guess, um, a representative of its audience, but also um, reflect every, everything that the audience, um, the audience, the, the, the UK audience and the BBC licence fee payers. We, um, we know that, um, that apprentices can help us transform the workforce. We've got targets in the BBC now of 50-2012, as far as diversity is concerned, um, which is 50, um, 50% female gender balance, that is, 20% um, from a black, Asian and minority ethnic background and 12% um, disability. And we also know that um, we can use apprenticeship schemes to help us lower the age profile and um, of, the, of the staff base as well. And, and also um, for our own staff that we currently have to, 
to help us uh, develop our own staff to also meet um, internal skills gaps that we've got and help us with our own succession planning. So when we've talked about a thousand apprentices, I think that's all those reasons, I guess, are why Tim Davey is so kind of behind the push to um, increase to, to a thousand. But that isn't just a thousand new hires, if you like. That is also, it's made up of early mm. careers. That's what we call them, new hires. Um, and it's also made up of uh, 50% um, staff apprentices. So that is people that are currently in our business, working on um, programmes, working in technology, and that want to take on an apprenticeship scheme to develop their own skills and develop their own careers and help us, like I say, address the skills gaps that we might have across the organisation. When we think about the BBC, you obviously think about the front-facing roles, the, the news, the dramas, but actually... There is a lot going on at the BBC of which roles you can fill. What what sort of roles are we talking about? Well, we offer apprenticeship schemes um, across the whole gambit. So we offer um, editorial, so that's journalism and production. We offer schemes in technology, so that might be um, software engineers, that might be kind of broadcaster operators. We offer schemes in business, so everything from legal, HR, um, data gathering, we uh, digital marketeers. We also offer um, schemes that are um, well. Within the in the actual staff apprenticeships, we also offer schemes that are for leadership as well. So we offer the whole kind of gambit really, and so it's definitely not um, just about people that want to make content. We want to um, we we literally want to represent and obviously the whole whole of the business. Obviously, the BBC's purpose is to deliver the best content it can. But to do that, you need all of the support services there as well in place. So, you know, we're, we're a whole massive team kind of driving towards one goal. And that might be, and that's obviously made up of business, technology and editorial. And pulling all together, so we have apprentices across the whole gambit and kind of pulling towards that kind of goal, really, of being the best broadcaster and the industry leader that we know the BBC is. Fab. Apprenticeships aren't the only pre-employment initiatives, though, you're putting resources into, though, are they? No, um, they are not. <laughs> we have got a lot. <laughs> we've got a lot um, going on, actually. So we, yes, um, as far as the, the main thrust, I guess, of our development work is about reaching the thousand target by 2025. Um, but we also are developing a pre-employment offer. We have um, just been um, just launched, actually, a traineeship scheme in the northwest, which is specifically aimed at getting um, reaching out to those individuals who maybe have lost their way or got disengaged with education or employment, and this is about trying to give them some kind of training pro- program and work placement offer to bring them back into um, and with express their aim, I guess, of trying to get them back into employment. Um, so we've just literally launched that in the northwest. We're also um, we're also looking at T levels, which is the new um, vocational A levels. We're bringing hopefully people into on T levels into the business, starting that in September this year. Um, but with the view that we will progress that next year and the following September and the next September, um, when the, we know that the, the amount of T levels available is going to increase and will become more relevant to us as a broadcaster. And we're also looking at our work experience offer and sort of thinking about how what that needs to look like in the future, sort of early days on that one, but thinking about what it needs to look like to, um, again, con- you know, 
uh, I guess, be aligned to our mission of bringing in those different voices and also act as a talent pipeline for our own schemes that we're running. Louise, can I bring you in now, if that's all right? Louise Brown from the new BBC Apprentice Hub. Um, What is the BBC Apprenticeship Hub? So the BBC Apprentice Hub is a brand new initiative. Um, It's addressing skills gaps uh, within the West Midlands region. So it's a West Midlands pilot. Um, For the first year, we are going to just be operating within the West Midlands. Um, So you need to um, have a West Midlands postcode to apply. And you also need to, um, the employers that we're going to be working with are also going to be based in the West Midlands. So where with our internal apprenticeships, um, you would do your work placements within the BBC. This is a completely brand new initiative where the BBC will be the employer um, and we will then, um, but they will then do their work placements within the creative industries within the West Midlands. So it's the creative, cultural and digital companies that make up the West Midlands workforce and it's looking at those skills gaps um, and trying to create that talent pipeline that so desperately needed. For anyone listening who's not in the West Midlands, thinking, I'd love to do that. Uh, You're going to extend it out? We are absolutely hoping to extend it out. So this is this is just the pilot for the first year within the West Midlands, um, but we're very much hoping that it's going to take off and mm. then we can move to other parts of the country. Mm. Uh, the West Midlands is a fantastic place to start. Um, it has one of the youngest, most diverse populations uh, within Europe. 32% of the population are under the age of 25 mm. and it's made up of 190 different nationalities. So for us, it is the place to start. Um, it's looking at those skills apps as well that's that's been much needed in those creative industries within the region um, and it's just a really good fit so it's the perfect place to start i guess it's it's also just sorry chip just chipping in georgie it's it's also it's part of the bbc's um across the uk strategy as well this is all about pushing um you know program making decision making out of london and across the uk and and one way that the BBC can do that is obviously investing in, in regions across the UK. And so this is part of our commitment to doing that. And we're choosing the West Midlands, as Louisa said, we're choosing the West Midlands to launch um, the Apprentice Hub because we know the BBC is also committing to um, investment in that area. There's a lot going on in the Midlands. It's, you know, with the Commonwealth Games coming, with investment generally, with HS2 and businesses moving up there. And we're really keen that we are part of that story and that we are there to support all of the creative digital and cultural industries and create a diverse pool of talent that those industries can um, draw on and that have also got transferable skills and can kind of move around the Midlands using the skills that we might be able to give them. Yeah, and that's what's really exciting as well about the programme is that ordinarily on maybe on an apprenticeship, you might just do one work placement. What we're offering in this as a flexible job um, apprenticeship agency is basically to offer more than one placement. So you might do two or three work placements whilst you're on your scheme. And that's really, really important to be able to get that work experience, to make those connections for people to be able to build their own networks as is so important in the freelance industry you know the idea is with a flexible apprenticeship scheme which is also by the way a pilot for the government as well this year it's not been done before and we're part of that pilot project and that's about us trying to um, get these individuals ready to be able to market themselves and operate in that freelance way with uh, particularly focusing on the small and middle-sized um, businesses where you've got to kind of go really from project to project. So we're quite excited about it. It's a lot of work that was going on for us at the moment with it to kind of get it off the 
ground, but we're mm. excited about it. And um, in fact, we just have uh, gone through the first recruitment round and we're in the process of hiring our first cohort of apprentices for that particular um, project. Fab. I want to just focus on, we've spoken a lot about perhaps, you know, the benefit of obviously diverse thought and that sort of thing. But what what exactly is so good about apprenticeships and apprentices for the BBC? What and for, and, and in turn for then the public that are consuming, for want of a better word, the BBC's content. What, what, what is it? Well, I mean, we think obviously an apprenticeship is a. Um, is a proper qualification you are you know it's a recognized qualification you're going to be learning skills on the job as well as obviously having some time out as you all know and um and so we think for us that 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 works really well for us i mean so much so that we are we're really committed now we've got um in the early careers team we're running over 30 different schemes now we've got about 60 different cohorts and we've currently got around 500 well just over 500 apprentices on our books so that's made up of early careers and staff apprenticeships and in fact um i have got with me today some of our apprentices um who are some that have were apprentices and have now moved on into roles and some that are also um still are still currently being an apprentice so you're probably best to ask them so i don't know whether Beth, you've you've obviously um, you've had a long time in the BBC, haven't you? And have. as an apprentice, and have. have got loads out of it. So maybe maybe share some of your thoughts about what makes it work for for uh, for the BBC and for you. Yes, absolutely. So I started um, my apprenticeship scheme, which was the business management scheme. So that's a scheme that lasts about three years. So I uh, graduated last year. Um, it's also a degree apprenticeship. So I was doing a degree at the same time, which sounds quite intense mm. and quite a lot, which it was at times. But the BBC sort of give you part of the time off to kind of focus on your studies and the rest of the time um, it's like rotational. We moved around the business getting to, yeah, try out different different parts of it, which is, which is great. Um, and I think what makes these apprenticeships so good, especially at the BBC, is that it's not necessarily coming in and knowing exactly what you want to do. They're really good at helping you realise what you don't want to do. And so by process of elimination, you're really <laughs> able to kind of try different bits, try radio, try TV, and then, you know, finally by the end of your scheme, end up, you know, exactly where you want to be. Why did you choose that particular apprenticeship? So really because of that, I knew I wanted to work in broadcasting. I knew the BBC was just, for me, a place I definitely wanted to work. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. Um, I didn't quite know, in fact, all the jobs that were available. You spoke earlier, Georgie, about the amount of uh, schemes that, um, that are there and the amount of uh, jobs that go on behind the screen. Um, and I just didn't know what they were. Um, and so for me, it was very much about kind of trying it all out and figuring out which places I wanted to be in and, and where I kind of felt like I could really, you know, thrive and, and come alive. And for me, that was that was TV. Um, and so now I'm working in uh, audiences, which is sort of the creative strategy side of TV, which is a job I didn't know existed. Um, and yeah, we're just really, really happy now. I think um, I was going to say, I think Beth's right, really. There are so many different facets to the BBC and, and really um, the apprenticeships program gives you the chance to you know make the most of all the different opportunities that the BBC has and that's the whole kind of rounded experience so there are so many different options so many different places that you can work 
obviously our apprentices on the, our schemes get the opportunity to sort of dip their toe in quite a few different areas. Mm. And so that's kind of part of the joy, I guess, of the apprenticeship schemes that we offer, that they can kind of then by the end of it work out what they really want to do. How did that work, Beth? Can, can I just ask Beth, how did that work in terms of were you proposed where to go next? Did you ask to go into this particular division? How did the BBC organise that for you? Because it sounds a bit of a minefield. <laughs> it was it was kind of half and half they very much had kind of a, a route for you um it was all rotational so you knew you were spending six months here six months there six months here um but what was great is that as I started moving through the organization and kind of honing down exactly what I wanted they were really really receptive of me kind of moving in the direction I wanted so knowing that tv was kind of where my passions lied most of my placements then were kind of surrounding tv um not specifically just in strategy but you know going from production understanding actually how these programs are made production management understanding how these shoots are put together um and just providing that really holistic kind of understanding of how things are put together and that's the best thing that was the best thing for me um so going into strategy now i can i know exactly how the cookies made i know exactly um you know how these producers feel when they're on set mm. um and know how actually difficult it can be um to put shows together um so yeah, yeah. really really good amazing Sarah, do you want to introduce the next one? Um, So, yeah, that's one aspect, I guess, of what the BBC does. And then there's... um, But then there's also, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that happens... You know, it's not just all the glamour of, I guess, on the screen. There's quite a lot of work, clearly, that has to happen in the background to, you know, with lots of wires and lots of plugs and kind of (laughs) sticking things in the right places to actually get us on air. And Mm. we've got Zach with us today, who um, is doing just that, aren't you, Zach? But you're you're a current apprentice, aren't you? Yeah, so I am a current apprentice. Um, I'm in the final year of my degree apprenticeship as a broadcast engineer. Um, And I have, so I'm doing my dissertation right now and I've had the same experience where you go from one placement to another. For us, we did three months at uni, three months at a placement, and with that, we got to choose. Technology is such a, a big, wide, wide field. It's very hard to find what you actually want to do and interested in, and being able to swap between those placements really managed to hone you down. So there was 13 of us apprentice, apprentices, and all of us are in our final year, and I think it just speaks, to, it's just a testament to the quality of it that all 13 of us want to do completely different things. Right. Um, just, just from, but we're all doing the exact same scheme mm. and we've all got completely different interests. I came up with it through um, BTEC, um, so rather than traditional A-levels. Um, so these sort of opportunities weren't, you know, there's always that stigma around a BTEC and it won't get you to these places, let alone a degree. And, it, and university wasn't actually the path I was thinking to take. I didn't even apply for a university. I just applied for this job yeah. and I've got it. It's been the best experience of my life. So, did you have a lot of support? throughout the course yeah definitely definitely we have um we usually have like two scheme managers um at a time so we'll have um a line manager who's helps you with your placement and then you've got a general scheme manager that takes care of uni and you throughout the whole process and there's always that push forward to if you're interested in something just just ask about it i remember i found out they were doing tokyo um the tokyo olympics at dot 10 across the road and whilst on a completely different placement and I said, oh, they're doing green screen green screen stuff, which is what I'm interested in, virtual production. So they're doing that over the road. Is there any chance I can go there for um, three weeks? And I managed to do three weeks um, seeing the behind the scenes of the Olympics just by asking. And everyone's receptive and just lets you basically try what you want because, you know, you're there for extra help and you're there to find what you're interested in. And the next step for you is? 
So the next step is I'm on my last month for my dissertation and then I graduate in June, so another three months from now. So I'll graduate and then move into um, move into my first job role here, well, the first official job role, I guess, <laughs> from apprenticeships. Well, good luck. Congratulations. Thank you. And... Um... And I would also say, obviously, we haven't talked to anybody from the actual production background, which is all the slightly more glamorous side of, uh, of TV. And I have got Annie with us today. Now, Annie's route into apprenticeships was also slightly different um, for a completely different reason. But I'll let Annie explain about that. So, Annie. Hello. Yes. Um, I came into the apprenticeship world at an older age, I became an apprentice when I was 49, okay? So then I decided, because because my background is finance, I didn't want to do it anymore. I had done it for over 20 years, and that was enough. And I, I, I fancied something different. I always wondered how TV worked, you know? How does it all work? How do you put it all together? And so I applied for the apprenticeship. I didn't get in the first time, so I, I tried again. And it, it's just opened up the whole world of, of production and broadcasting to me because you get to see how everything works behind the scenes, who does what. But production management is about also making payments, you know, because, you know, things just are not free. You know, it just doesn't work like that. So, yeah, paying the presenters, paying the freelancers, making sure that, you know, we um we put together shoots that everybody is there we hire the cameras just making sure everything runs smoothly mm. um, there must be a lot of people listening who are 30s 40s even older thinking yeah i'm fed up with finance too or whatever you might be doing but there's a big step from saying i'm fed up with what i'm doing to i'm going to take on a completely different thing i'm going to be an apprentice and i'm going to start from scratch almost that is brave annie yeah, but then you see, when I was in finance, it was soul-destroying. I think that's the word. Soul-destroying. And okay. I just thought, when it, when Monday came round, I was, I was very miserable. Oh. But Friday, I was the happiest person on earth. And I thought, you know what? This is going to age me. And I don't want to get, to get old before my time. So I mm. thought, you know, it's time I moved on and did something different. Something for me. Because the children had grown up as well. So I thought, you know, it, it's my time now. Mm. And now, how do you feel on a Monday? Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> the opportunities are endless. You know, the BBC is a, is a huge organization and very supportive because you can, if, if you fancy doing something, you can always ask mm. and people want to help you. People want you to succeed. It's a very supportive environment. I can't recommend it enough. Before I let you all go, I do want to go through one by one, if that's all right, and ask you, let's start with Annie, why not, is some some advice for anyone who's thinking at the moment and any perhaps it's someone who's a little bit older and, and and really is dreading going in on a monday morning you know what advice would you have for them life is too short jump in the water is warm it is fine it is fine you know and most times i don't know what i'm doing but that's okay because we can ask people and people don't frown at you know when you say i don't know what i'm doing people are happy to support you you know there are loads of courses that you can go on but also one-to-ones with people you know you can grab people for a coffee honestly honestly i've never looked back this is the best decision i've ever made Fantastic. Um, 
Zach, you, any advice for someone to, if they want to become an apprentice or to be a successful apprentice? I mean, just just dive in. It's scary, of course it is. You're in a massive corporation and, and any apprenticeship is going to be scary because there's always that stigma of, oh, you're just limiting yourself to that job, but you're really not. You're not. Why, you're limiting yourself with a uni degree or anything. Any, anything you do is going to provide limitations, but it's also going to provide chances. I think there's chances I never would have dreamed in my life. I'm the first person in my family to have even gone to university and I, mm. I didn't even think it was possible. And I've been able to achieve so much and meet so many incredible people and travel travel across the country in some cases, you know. And I remember being interested in this sort of world through um, just DVDs behind the scenes and not even knowing it was a full-on interest until it came across my like you came across my desk and I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. And yeah, just just take the opportunity. What what have you got to lose, really? And Beth, you as well. Anybody thinking? Ah, but you know. University surely the only way. It's got to be the only way. Yeah, I just, I can't, I have to echo everything that everyone said. Um, and also I think it's really important to remind people that you're good enough. I think people kind of probably talk themselves out of applying because they don't think they'll get in. Um, but I think it's just important to remember that you are good enough. Everybody's good enough. If you're passionate and you're just willing to learn and you're ready to learn, um, you absolutely can do amazing things here and achieve so much. Um, so many people that you meet that have come through these schemes have gone on to do such amazing things um, in so many different parts of the organisation and externally. Um, and I know a lot of people will, you know, put down the success in their careers to, to how they were treated and supported in these schemes. Well, I don't know about you, Sarah, that's warmed the cockles of my heart. That must have been a nice, nice to listen to. You're doing well, something right over there, clearly. <laughs> I hope so. I mean... To be honest, listening, obviously, I'm extremely proud of the apprentices that we've got and, and, and have had. I think for us as a business, apprenticeships are really working and they are an opportunity for us to bring in new talent, find new voices, bring in different people from different backgrounds. And we are committed to that the apprenticeship offer, I guess, because we know it is going to make a difference, not only to the talent that we are bringing into the business, but also it is making a crucial difference to the BBC. Um, and also, and we need to make that difference because we need that as a, you know, the BBC, for, for us to have a future, we're celebrating our 100th year this year. And for our next 100 years, we need to stay relevant. We need to stay um, on point, I guess, for all of the different people that are out there paying their licence fees and accessing the BBC on all the different platforms. And apprenticeships are a way that we can do that and make sure that we that the BBC has a future and is and continues to be the industry leader that it that it is. Um, yes, it's a lot of hard work for um, for us as a team. It's a lot of hard work for the apprentices, but the commitment is there from the BBC and it's definitely there for the, for the from the apprentices. And we definitely think that um, those that commitment, that hard work, and that and the opportunities that we can offer um, are, are worth it. Brilliant. Thank you so much to Sarah, Louise, Beth, Zach and Annie and to you of course for listening to this episode of All About Apprenticeships. If you want to get in touch to have your say on anything we've been talking about today you can find the HomeServe Foundation on Twitter at HSV underscore foundation. Just use the hashtag All About Apprenticeships and if you enjoyed this episode please do leave a rating and hit subscribe. It helps other people find us. Music